postpartum body odor. It is a totally natural phenomenon because your body chemistry changes after giving birth. And so sometimes that means that what worked before is no longer effective. But I am excited to say that now there is a solution for that stubborn odor. The Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is a completely natural deodorant made by a postpartum mom who went through it herself. And it works by eliminating and preventing bacterial body odor without covering up your skin's comforting smell to your baby while giving you 12 hours of odor control. And let me tell you, it actually works. Here at the house, we've all been trying it and loving it. Now, before you think, ew, you're sharing a deodorant with your husband and daughter, let me explain that this full-body deodorant comes in a convenient pump applicator that lets you apply it anywhere on your body with no bacteria traveling on the deodorant, so no ew involved. We also love that the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant has a delightful natural scent of USDA certified organic extracts that smell like a pink sugar cookie with lemon frosting. I thought this would be a little strange, but it's actually amazing. Also, the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is free from artificial fragrances and any kind of senoestrogens or herbs that can interfere with breastfeeding. Find your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant at postpartumdeodorant.com. That's postpartumdeodorant.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off through the month of May. Get your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant now at postpartumdeodorant.com and start smelling more like yourself again. Pregnancy and postpartum are some of the most nutritionally demanding times of your life, which makes sense because you're basically acting as your baby's pantry while pregnant or nursing. That's why the quality of your prenatal supplements is so vitally important. Hands down, the one I recommend is needed. So I'm thrilled to say that if you use the code BIRTHFUL at thisisneeded.com, you can get 20% off your first month of needed products. Needed is the number one nutrition brand recommended and used by me and over 4,000 practitioners from nutritionists to midwives, functional medicine doctors, and OBGYNs. Needed is for anyone trying to conceive, pregnant, postpartum, and really, this is goodness you can use even before and beyond the perinatal years. Along with prenatals, Needed offers premium supplements for every stage, from egg quality support to a lactation support plan, a stress and sleep support plan, and a gut health plan. In fact, I've had clients rave about Needed's pre and probiotic formula, saying how much better it made them feel compared to their usual probiotics. And to me, Needed's hydration support packets, which only have ingredients you can pronounce, are a must in any doula or hospital bag. Also, Needed's prenatal multi is available in capsules and easy-to-take vanilla powder for those with nausea or pill fatigue. Head over to thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. That's thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. Hey, Adriana here. 
I wanted to let you know that starting this week, we'll be going back to our older format of one episode per week so that we can start easing into the summer and you can have more time catching up and going through our fabulous Birthful Library. Happy listening. Welcome to the Birthful Podcast. I'm Adriana Lozada, and today we will be talking about greening your pregnancy. We live in a toxic soup where babies are being born pre-polluted. How can you lessen yours and your baby's toxicity without feeling overwhelmed? Margot Corey is here to tell us more. Stay tuned. The Birthful Podcast, talking to maternity pros to inform your intuition. Hello, mamas and mamas-to-be. So today, I have Margot Corey on the show. And I, I just, I hope that pronounced that rightly. Um, it was she, perfect. Oh, there she is. Hi. <laughs> so Margot is an alternative health advocate, activist, an amazing mother, toxic-free living specialist, and a donor-trained doula. Having done extensive research on alternative lifestyles, human psychology, and nutrition, her articles have become a wealth of knowledge for many people around the globe. She helps and coaches mothers to create a toxic-free environment from conception to delivery and beyond. She also speaks locally and internationally on living positively, passionately, and creating a life of true health and abundance. While pregnant, Margot found that she didn't have time to read dozens of books, thousands of websites, and she was tired of being fooled by bloggers. And so she imagined a place where she could, where we could all connect with the leading experts on topics such as birth, breastfeeding, co-sleeping, baby wearing, nutrition, and parenting without having to be stressed or spend money and time figuring it out. Now that her son is three, she's about to launch Birth.World, which is the result of her vision and years of work. And we're so excited about that. Margot, welcome. Thank you so much, Adriana. I love what you're doing as well. So congratulations on all of it, too. Thank you so much. And it's about being you know, passionate and getting the word out for moms, giving them that info so right that they on. can have better experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can totally relate you know, to your vision and your passion that that drive to help new and expectant moms like that's exactly why this podcast exists so i'm very excited to have you not only on the show uh and for the launch of birth.world but also to be a part of it and do things together i'm very excited as well your vision is incredible too and i'm uh, there's a lot of synchronicities a lot of things we can do together and you know, I always say um, there's power in numbers. Together, we can reach more people, mm-hmm, yeah. help more people. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad we connected. So tell us a little bit about Birth.World and how did it get started? How, Absolutely. What, what, you, you, sorry, yeah. where does the idea, it hasn't started yet, it's going to launch. Where did the idea come from? You know, you mentioned it a little bit there in uh, part of uh, your intro, but um, I will tell you in a nutshell, I was um, pregnant with my son, um, our firstborn, about four years ago now, and I was looking on, uh, I was out, I remember purchasing about 12 or 13 books all at once. You know, I was one of these people, I wanted to know everything about birth, everything about my body, and so I had all these resources that I was going to, and even like webinars and um, purchasing things online, and just like information overload, and I was thinking, 
there is a lot of conflicting information, but also it's all over the place. Fantastic experts, fantastic information. So at that time, I thought, you know, it's got to be a hub out there. There's got to be one place where I could sit in my PJs and just kind of find it. Um, and there are great things like Midwifery Today, for example, a magazine, and it's been around for a long time. There are great resources out there. I just had this kind of instant vision for something. I didn't act on it. Fast forward four years later, and I was writing a book with some uh, amazing birth professionals and parenting experts in, in the world. And um, the book turned into birth.world. We were at actually Dr. Jack Newman's house in Toronto. And um, that's where pretty much my mind was working on overdrive. And I, that's where birth.world was born, so to speak. <laughs> Yay. And that's so fascinating. I love that that's the conception of it, right? That yeah. you were... At Jack's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, it's great. Yeah, which we'll do a shout out to him and, and to the listeners. If you don't know who he is, go and check it out. Jack Newman. Yeah. Um, and there, I did a podcast with him earlier on on breastfeeding your newborn. So take mm. that resource and, and run with it, people. Um, but He's fantastic. He's oh, fantastic. I yeah. love the videos he has online mm. where you can see what a good breastfeeder look like looks like you know your child is yep. swallowing versus just a nibbler and it the visual is key I love it so this is just it and that information needs to reach the masses in my opinion because you know that's the whole vision at birth.world it's never to um, tell a parent or a mother-to-be how to birth how to parent their children how to do anything is to provide this information that Dr. Jack's providing Dr. Sarah Buckley Ina Mae Gaskin um, and the list goes on, mm -hmm. Dr. Elliot Berlin, uh, pr just to um, provide the world with this info that they are not getting from mainstream avenues. Absolutely. And all in one convenient place. I'm so excited. Yes. Yay. Yes, thank you. Um, but today we're here to talk about like one of the topics, right? So we're mm -hmm. going to talk about green pregnancies because this is something that's dear to your heart and we know we we're aware that we're surrounded by toxic crap right all around yes. us yes um and i think the message that has impacted me the most in the past few years and has guided a lot of my choices uh was or is the environmental working group's report on how babies are being born pre-polluted which I'm sure you're familiar with the video, and mm -hmm. I'd like to share with the listeners a little bit about what it's about if they haven't, um, if they're not familiar with it. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? If not, I can. Abs absolutely. Yeah. No, you go ahead and explain it, and I'll definitely dive in. Well, so, you know, uh, so the Environmental Working Group, which is a fabulous research that's doing really great um and re creating really great resources and information for um everyone really not just new parents to sort of detox their world and be aware of what's around them they did in 2012 they did uh, a study of newborn cord blood and they found the you know the nutshell is that they found over 300 industrial chemicals in that blood mm -hmm. so that these newborns they were being they were born with chemicals already in like industrial chemicals already in their blood but there were um some of them that have been outlawed for years the problem is that they're very persistent so even though doesn't mean that they're being put out new into our environment they just haven't gone away and we are absorbing it and our newborns are absorbing it yes 
Absolutely. It's really, it's horrendous. They, I know the study said more over 200 chemicals in each newborn in their, in their cord. And, um, what does this tell us? I mean, the world has changed, uh, like toxins. When we say toxins, by the way, they are chemicals. Not all chemicals are toxic, but when we talk about toxins, these are what gets into our, um, our blood, our bodies. And, we, some of it's so unknown. It wreaks havoc on our bodies. Um, some studies are starting to come out. It's definitive. Um, a lot of them are known linked to certain diseases and certain things like cancer. Some of them are still questionable. But I mean, if you ask me, it's like whatever we can avoid in this life, whatever, anything that we can do to avoid it, the toxic burden, especially on our newborn babies whose immune system is not fully developed yet, then I'm going to try to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I like that is a very good point to make that not every chemical obviously is toxic and not everything natural is non-toxic. That's just it. I mean, really, you look at arsenic or you look at anything that is in the world um, in large quantities can be toxic. Even um, even. Um, sorry, I hear my little I hear my little one. Isn't this beautiful doing a birthful podcast because anything could happen. I hear my little one crying. So I'm hoping my husband will get him. <laughs> Your but, mama uh, brain is going, why is baby Greg? <laughs> my mama brain's on right now. I'm like, please pick up the child. <laughs> so, but um, as I was saying, so this is the thing. We have to um, be conscious of this. Even natural, you're right, even natural ingredients in large quantities um, can be toxic. But um, it's hard because studies, studies are just coming out. And if someone's looking for evidence-based information, um, research has to be done on it first. Mm-hmm. So. Did you want to go see what's going on? Do you here? hear him? Yes. <laughs> Can we pause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm for sorry. it. Okay, I'm going to pause. I'll be right back. Okay. Hi, Adriana. I'm back. Hi. <laughs> Glad you're back and things are settled and the kids are happy. Yes, fingers crossed. Yes, very good. <laughs> so, okay, talking about greening your pregnancy, we know that the environment is, you know, we're, as we were talking, as crazy as it is, that makes it so that we have to now consider these things of being more aware of what surrounds us and being our, you know, our baby's first environment. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the things that a pregnant mama can do to try to make her, her f- 40 weeks less toxic? Oh my, yes, there's so much. And just in uh, for the scope of this interview, I guess, um, we can start by even, you know, I want to talk to the mothers out there as well who, well, they're expecting as early on. I mean, I even think it should start, um, or it's better to start before pregnancy. We're even learning a lot about epigenetics these days and all of this. But okay, so for the scope of this, uh, what you're asking during pregnancy, um, I would just say, you know, what I love to start with is with my own clients is um, food-wise. Mm-hmm. So become an avid uh, label reader. Read uh, because you know these days there's gluten-free and fat-free and all of this stuff. But what people don't realize is when they're reading that label, there is a lot of toxic chemicals in our food. So whatever is going in mama is really going to find baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'd start. And um, then I'd go on to uh, the environment and what, like, for example, VOC paint, like if you're, cause I know a lot of new parents love to paint when their baby's born or before their baby's born, they want to paint the room or their own bedroom or whatever it is. Yeah, try to get in those last minute remodels and set up the nursery. 
Exactly. And so there's tons of options out there these days. The natural uh, low or no VOC paint, which is volatile organic uh, compounds. And so um, there's also cloth diapers as an option, um, even though these days there are options for disposable diapers and things like that uh, that are less toxic or without chlorine bleach. Um, I mean, we can go on for so long because there's so many toxic chemicals out there in our baby's uh, environment. Right. And when you were saying in terms of label reading, like mm. what, because I, I know we could go, and this is one of the things that I find when I'm talking to to um, expectant parents about greening their pregnancies and greening their lives, that it can be very overwhelming. It can be exactly. once you scratch the f- surface, then everything is a problem, right? And Exactly. Now, this is the thing. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we have to take it easy on ourselves because um, there's a lot going on in our minds as well. And that's the other thing. To be mentally strong, mentally healthy, we need to just take the guilt out of it as much as we can and just be easy with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Once we know better, we will do better. As mothers, it's hard when we find out about something or a toxic ingredient, it's like the huge elephant in the living room. We can't unsee it or we can't unlearn it. Right. You know, so... One step at a time, that's why I say start with food because it's, it's a simple one. We can start and learn about things there. And then, but of course, if we're already pregnant, there's like, you know, um, say um, even laundry detergent because there's marketing out there that says that we should use baby laundry detergent and it's like free and clear of all the other, uh, free and clear of toxins. Well, doesn't that make you think that why for baby and not for me? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if we're using toxin free laundry detergent for our baby, let's just change it for our whole household. So things like this, um, step by step, day by day, make the small changes. I mean, it's taken me over seven years to um, when I first started learning and researching about all of this. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You've taken gorgeous photos of your baby or your kids, and then when you want to share them, it is a pain either trying to find the photos or figuring out the group text that they should go to, and then also remembering that, say, Aunt Helen only does email, so you need to send her image separately. Or like in my case, where my husband is a photographer who takes magnificent photos that I rarely actually get to see because they live on his phone or end up scattered in text messages that I can't easily find. Enter the Family Album app, which was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with your loved ones. Basically, it's a personal space for your family's memories without third-party ads or unwanted eyes and with a bunch of fabulous features. It automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and easily see how your child has grown. And you can also order eight photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. The Family Album app also has unlimited storage. Plus, it's totally free. Yup, no more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by third-party ads. So, to all the parents out there still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, level up your family photo game for free and securely with the Family Album photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, all in one word, and download the app to start creating your shared photo legacy. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns, and sometimes I find that investing gets put off because it doesn't seem urgent or because with our busy lives, we may not have the time to research and manage said investments, which is why I so appreciate that Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future and that you don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. So for example, I take advantage of Acorn's roundup feature where they round up the purchase amounts I make in my linked account to the nearest dollar, and then they automatically transfer that to my invest account portfolio. Also, Acorns can recommend an expert build portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. For me, that's easy peasy investing. Head to acorns.com slash birthful or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash birthful. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. And there's always something new coming up because companies have this tendency to, you know, once one chemical is attacked, like BPA, mm-hmm. then they modify a little bit and create a new <laughs> chemical and nobody knows about that one. <laughs> I know. There's the BPS now that we have to worry about. But it's not to create fear in a mother's mind right. or a parent's mind. There's enough out there. There's enough things to be worried about. Would you agree to that? <laughs> you know? Oh, my goodness. There's so much. Is my child going to get X, Y, Z? But you know, when it comes to this, it is really important. We have avoided all plastics. We have not all, we live in our world, but you know, as much as possible, plastic um, is plastic. It contains toxic ingredients. And this is the other thing that I love to mention to new parents and, and my own clients. I love to say, you know, wherever you can, wherever you can buy recycled or secondhand baby stuff, um, I would say plastic might be the exception because plastic is old. It gets old, and the older it gets, the more um, things can be released from it because of it cracks. But let's say car seats, if they're you know within the within the year um, expiry date, clothing especially, there is fire retardants in our baby's pajamas. They're actually swimming in a pool of toxic chemical or sleeping in a pool of toxic chemicals. Um, so if we can buy secondhand gear and clothing and things like this, that is really key. And And we did that a lot, even dressers and furniture. Yeah, and I love that recommendation, not only because of that, but because, uh, I mean, you are avoiding the chemicals that come in in those clothes because they've been washed and washed and washed, so they're a little cleaner in that sense, even though (laughs) they're secondhand. Exactly. So, like, they're cleaner, they're less toxic, they save the earth because Mm -hmm. you're not producing something new, and on top of that, they're cheaper. Right. So and the kids, it's like a, they always look pretty new because your kids <clears throat> growing so quickly that they're, yes. you know, these clothes, especially newborns clothes, they're not out no. in the mud running around. Well, exactly. That's a great observation because children do grow up really quickly. Every, we've really like, I'm, I'm so proud to say that everything we've purchased, like um, the majority of our clothing for our children have been from um, thrift, like secondhand stores and they've been like new. 
um, but worn. And so this is a great thing. I love it, and I love spreading the word about that. It's like a it's like a triple win. <laughs> and I, I even find there's a lot of um, stores popping up. I don't mm-hmm. know about, about your neck of the woods, but we have a few here. Uh, mm-hmm. That what they do is they sell, they buy and sell, use kids' clothing. So you can the clothes that you have, take it, sell them, and yes. get some money, and then yes. buy some new, you know, new to you there um, exactly. as well. This is exactly it. It's kind of like a it's um, you're recycling, you're getting rid of what you're not wearing, you're making some money, and you're purchasing more. And again, that whole purchasing of new. Um, we live in a in a culture, I guess, where it's always like we're very it's consumer driven. We're always buying, buying, buying. So if we can help lessen the load on the environment a bit, that to me that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's so much, you know, like um, protect, like uh, what do you call it? Skincare, skincare mm-hmm. um, that goes on the baby. No one knows that Johnson and Johnson or things like the really popular ones are in fact not good for baby. It's there's toxic ingredients still today in them. Um, despite all the petitions and everything going on and sunscreen's a big one as well and even some of the, the um, well-known brands that claim are natural that's what's tough for parents even something that claims to be natural you know really isn't so I was one of my, the things that was a surprise to me was for example Avino which a lot of parents think is very natural is mm-hmm. in fact a subdivision of Johnson and Johnson and is not so great exactly. for you Yes, that's right. Especially since um, they become they became part of that, and so um, it's not. They've done such a good job with their marketing. It's called greenwashing. There's mm-hmm. an actual label for that uh, in in this day and age. Like the Urban Dictionary, greenwashing is a thing. It means companies that are um, basically lying to the consumer about what's in their product and making it look way better than it is. Yeah, so that that, that takes us back to that reading of labels. Mm-hmm. And kind of, in my own mind, I have a, a rule of thumb that if I can't pronounce the ingredient, it probably <laughs> shouldn't go into my body. Well, that's just it. Or on just... my body, either. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love that rule of thumb. Unless you're looking at the Latin form of the toxin or chemical or whatever, right. it's it's long. But um, there's, I just, with the internet these days, a parent could go hit the internet, read up for themselves, and also, yes, Environmental Working Group is a fantastic resource. It's pretty much the best one out there so far on rating ingredients and rating um, brands as well. So if you're iffy about a brand, um, I've, you know, we, we get approached a lot about all of these companies and I did, um, do a re- I researched one to, took me weeks and weeks and weeks to research every single ingredient and do my thing. And, um, I kind of exposed it a little bit, gotten some slack about that, but it's like, it has over 13,000 shares because parents really want to know this. They do. So do you have f- from your research, like favorite companies? Because we can't buy it all new, right? So no. Um, any great resources aside from environmental work group or favorite companies that you are trustworthy are not doing this greenwashing thing? Yeah, there are. There definitely are. More and more are popping up. Um, so it's fantastic. The environmental working group, there's the chemical free act. There's uh, like safer chemicals, healthy families. Um, we're, there's, as far as companies, I, um, I really like a company called 100% Pure. I ordered online. Um, I myself. Have I do too. Those cosmetics. 
Yeah, they have, they have the co- best right. cosmetics. They yeah, they do. So it's becoming known, and I believe that's a Canadian company too. So yay <laughs> for I love promoting other um, fantastic brands that are out there doing really, really pure things because we can look amazing and feel amazing uh, without all the harsh chemicals. And I just want parents to know it's an option. I don't want to sound like this is the best way to do things. Of course, um, there's so many good companies out there that do different things, but I have chosen with my family to be as toxin-free as we can. And um, so that that's just what it is. But 100% pure, we've actually created our own deodorant because, you know what, Adriana, we... we um, Tried. We were toxin-free, except my husband was out there searching for a deodorant, so he went deodorant-free for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we have to create something, and so we actually created it in our kitchen. Oh, cool. So anything you can do at home, you can look up recipes for pretty much anything, which I love to do, like face creams and deodorants and body creams. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And and we talked earlier about plastics. And I'm thinking of like, what are the recommendations for pregnant moms? So one of the things they're told over and over again is to drink lots of water, drink lots of water. So in terms of getting rid of plastics, maybe you don't get rid of all your plastics, but make sure your water bottle where mm. this water is sitting there and you're drinking it so much because you're drinking more water now that you've been told mm-hmm. make sure it's not you know avoid a plastic water that might sit in the sun in the car and yes and then the With, bleaching absolutely and plastic water bottles are a big one and i'm and not only the ones you purchase in stores already in plastic because even if they're cold when you purchase them they've been uh put into that bottle war- warmed up and um also they come from sources like in california and other parts of North America and around the world that are um, suffering water-wise, you know, like drought. And they're, so this is the other thing. But the chemical side, BPA is to be avoided for sure. I would say stay away from any plastic. Get like a stainless steel or even glass. Glass is really one of my favorites for water bottles and, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for the baby too. That's another thing is um, watch where like the baby bottle. There's really neat inventions, um, even mason jars with um, silicone holders and things like that that you can use for your baby if you choose to use a bottle or whatever mm-hmm. yeah so because <laughs> there, are, there are a lot and, and the i'm thinking i'm thinking plastic and newborns and thinking the bathtub the this the the, the car seat right? everything i know this we could go on and on and this is i don't want to um you know uh talk about every single one of them but no. there are certain really important ones the other one i want to mention is supplementation. We've been told that to take the folic acid and to take the prenatal vitamins. Uh, I'm happy to report I didn't do any of that and I had the healthiest pregnancies and birth because I ate, I ate a ton of real food. I upped my real food intake and um, I was very careful. I did uh, at one point take a, I think an omega and also because I wasn't eating enough fish and things like that and I don't. Um, but also uh, instead of folic acid you take the folate, which is the natural form of folic acid. And supplements have a lot of chemicals, bad chemicals in them. So, um, and it's the way they process them. It's the way they extract them from um, their sources. So really, you have to be careful of the supplements you're taking while pregnant as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's recap. We talked about the supplements. We talked about trying to eat 
good, good food and less processed and look at those labels. We talked about the plastic, stay away from that and go to glass instead if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the what the what you put on your skin (laughs) so the sunscreen and the beauty products and the cosmetics take a look at that Uh and you and we talked about detergent laundry detergent and Uh I say like it would be great if you if you have to pick the one thing to do take it one at a time like this week I'm gonna try to get rid of this and then just add on to it but I find that a good one to start with is It's one of my pet peeves. It's fragrances. Yes. And that's in everything. Almost everything. Yeah. Um, And even sometimes a natural product will contain fragrance and there's, they don't really have to label it. You know, fragrance, um, there could be 700 different ingredients under that one word. Uh, It's crazy. And um, to research all of them would be, is mind blowing, but just know that if it comes from a natural organic pure um, essential oil that's one thing Mm -hmm. but if it says fragrance or perfume then it's another thing and I I do want to mention as well if uh, on the food topic or anything that we do non-gmo there's a lot of uh, conflicting information but the science is there and it there's you know if you're purchasing as much as possible organic or growing your own organic that is really the key I believe uh, to everything, because organic by default does mean non-GMO. So for pregnant women especially, but also for the children. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And and, yeah. and don't use candles, fragrance-scented candles. Yeah. Make sure they're like supernatural, exactly. <laughs> essential oil candles. Yeah, or beeswax. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. If you're, yeah, or if you're vegan, there's um, candelia wax now, which oh. is all natural. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. I'm not, yeah. I don't know that. Or soy, cool. you know, there's soy wax yes. as well. Yeah. <laughs> now, and I, I know we're, we're getting to the, the end of the show, but mm-hmm. I also wanted to quickly mention, see if you have any sort of off the top of your head tips for greening birth um, and sort of greening the labor room. Mm-hmm. Well, that often depends on where you're, you're birthing. I had one hospital birth and one home birth. Mm-hmm. And at home, it was much greener because I could control everything or whatever most for the most part. Um, no, that's a good question. I, uh, what I do, of course, with anything used on the body, I, I try to keep it natural. And for any clients of ours, if there's um, oils being used, the purest oils like almond oil, singular oils, um, and sheets and things, I mean... You can you can go as green as you'd like. <laughs> but, you can bring your own, or <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're talking hospital or birth centers. Certainly, there's things that we can avoid and things that we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, the more the more intervention free a birth is, by default, the the less toxic it is. Right, right. So less stuff in your body, and yeah. you know, if you're choosing to, they're at hospitals, especially they're really big about bathing the baby. Yes. So you can choose <laughs> yeah. not to bathe the baby, but yeah. if or you can bring your own products as well if you choose to go that not, route. Not only, not only um, my recommendations is don't bathe the baby because we need all that beautiful smells to help with lactation and just uh, all the hormones that are floating around. I will also say I'll I'll tell 
uh, the the birthing mother don't don't shower or don't like let your own or aura aroma um, fill the the room and the baby loves it. Mm. Uh, it just facilitates the bonding. It really does. There's uh, it goes both both ways. Goes both ways. And uh, actually, Ida Mae Gaskin does have a lot of amazing tips and information on this this topic, but. I'd avoid all smelly creams, all uh, yeah cleaners, as you mentioned, and just let the uh, natural scents flow. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Be as stinky as we want. <laughs> I know we we try. That's the thing. We've gotten into a culture where we've we think that masking stuff is better, and we have these air fresheners, and it's just we're just spraying chemicals into our air to yes. mask our natural scents or what you were talking about the deodorant. Um, yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah, deodorant's a big one. If I could uh, abolish one thing, it would be all those natural fragrances that are sprayed in bathrooms and all over the house. Yes. Uh, there's there's some now that, uh, you know, they're uh, motion activated. So as you walk by, they they spray you. It's crazy. See, and one of the reasons that's my pet peeve also is because I have a, uh, a scent sensitivity. So mm. fragrances mm-hmm. and perfumes do can give me headaches yes and for a reason it does that for a reason yeah which is my body reacting to the toxins (laughs) yeah it's exactly um and you know a baby especially when you mentioned the birthing room a baby doesn't need any exterior or like outside sources of smelling good or soap they need to be bonded with the mother skin to skin no hats on the baby um yeah, that's a whole different podcast. Absolutely. The yes. Yes. Yeah. So you know that, yeah. but the natural, like, don't wash the head, especially right. So much is coming out of that beautiful um, head, and so the mother needs to smell that, and uh, it really does facilitate breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I had a lovely episode with Karen Strange mm. talking about the baby's birth experience, and yes. she did. She's obviously very much talking about take that hat off and just take, <laughs> inhale your baby, take a big whiff. <laughs> yes, she's fantastic, and yes, 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 take a big whiff. And um, so, it's. I hope that that information will become more mainstream, or more people will hear it because take that hat off the baby. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Margo, tell us when can we expect uh, Birth.World to be, that people can go and, and sign up, but when is the big launch? Hmm. I, next month, we're getting everything together. We're doing really fun things, master classes with certain um, experts that are creating really simple classes to follow. That will all be included there. And we're doing a really fun giveaway. We're giving every new member something. I won't announce it just yet, but something amazing. Um that it will be given away, things like that. And it's just really uniting the birth world and the parenting world so that we can all have the information. And my hope is that one day someone will be asked, won't even, you know, I don't want it to be my thing. I want it to be everyone's. And they'll wonder someday they'll be like, who, who founded that? You know, they'll wonder which one of the experts has done that. But it's just kind of a united community. And um, I love it because, yeah, <laughs> you know, the more the merrier. And it's in sharing our experiences and our stories that we come together um, yes. in that loving manner. That's what we need. It's the support, you know. The, yes. Yeah. 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 You got it. You're amazing. And so your oh. podcast is part of that. It's like, I'm really happy to be a part of what you're doing to support you. Uh, I'm happy you're part of Birth.World and um, you're doing incredible things as well. 
All for the mamas. All for the mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your time and your information. And um, obviously, listeners can go to birth.world. So there's no .com there. It's just birth.world to learn more. But where else can they find information? Do you have Facebook page, Instagram, all those good things? We do. Just simple birth.world. Look it up on Facebook and... um, of course, the site will have all the information and everyone involved. And I, you know, I encourage people to reach out to me if they have anything. I'm also now opening it up to anyone. We'd like we're reviewing some writers and some blog posts so that I could feature these authors and writers alongside of these experts that I have involved there. So anyone who wants to write for it can apply to do that. And it will just help facilitate their companies and their businesses because I know firsthand how hard it is too when you're just starting, say just becoming a doula or starting a business. So I want to help facilitate every birth worker on the planet, not just really well-known ones. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's Because we all are passionate about what we do. It's, it's just a matter of how long we've been doing it, I think. That's just it. How long and, you know, like resources and people meet people for a reason. And I really feel the world uh, turns um, based on connections and, and, and who we know. And I uh, want everyone to know I'm... I'm, I love people and I want to support anyone in this world who cares about birth because birth is everything to me. It's the future of humanity. Oh, and I thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for all for, you know, sharing your time today and all the good things that are coming down the pipeline. And we can't wait to see more. I can't wait to, uh, to do more with everyone. So thank you so much for this, Adriana. Thanks for having me. I'm Adriana Lozada. Please join me next week when I'll be talking to another maternity pro to inform your intuition here at the Birthful Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Mighty One. Did you know that if you started listening to one birthful episode per day at the start of your pregnancy, your baby would be about three months old before you got through all of them? That is so much birthful. So to ease us into the summer and to help you catch up on your listening, we're going back to releasing one episode per week instead of two. Now you know.